Hey everybody, I'm Charlie with Studio 412 Ministries. We, my wife and I, she is headed over this way. Um, we're sitting in, say hi to everybody, sweetheart. We are in Frisco, Texas. Um, getting ready to uh, have a wonderful, action-packed, fun-filled day of cheerleading competition tomorrow for Gabby. Um, so it's going to be great. So I just wanted to kind of talk to you guys for just a few minutes. Um, let's see. Uh, let's share this. Can you go in and share it? Yes. So let's go in and share and see if we can't get some people in here. Got it shared. Hey, well, look who it is. Hey, biker, how you doing, brother? Um, like I said, we just wanted to come on here just for a few minutes tonight and kind of just keep going with, you know, what we're doing here with, with inside the studio. Um, Tonight I want to talk a little bit about being the light and being non-conforming material. Um, what was it? A few months back, DJ, our son who is in college, was having a, a little bit of issues mm -hmm. um, with some of the people that he go that he is in the dorm with. Oh, I'm sorry. So just push me out the way. Come on, just throw me over. Well, here, let me let me fix let me fix it. Let me see. I fix it. There we go. Um, DJ was having some trouble with some of the people that he was in school with um, at, at Oklahoma State. And DJ was catching a lot of flack um, because of what he believes and how he believes and, and that he believes in God. And some of the students were just giving him a really hard time about it. And, and his mom and I both talked to him uh, a couple of different times mm -hmm. and told him that, DJ, it, it's going to be okay. You keep being you. You keep doing what you're doing. You see, as Christians, we're non-conforming material to the world. We don't act like what everybody else acts like. We don't talk like shouldn't. everybody else shouldn't talk. Let me shouldn't act and talk like everybody else does or behave like everybody else does. You see in the in the natural world, nonconforming material is bad. 
non-conforming material is materials that don't quite meet up to the specifications of something. You go to a job interview, if you don't have the right qualifications, you may be considered non-conforming material to that job. But in the spiritual realm, in, in, in the eyes of the Father, it's okay to be non-conforming material because we're not supposed to be like the world. We're not supposed to be like everybody else. Because if we were like everybody else, if we were like the world... Am I getting too loud? Yeah, let's man, sorry. I got to keep it quiet. We're in a hotel room. So I got to tone it down a little bit. Um, where was I at? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Non-conforming material. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't mess me up. Sorry. <laughs> See how I get blamed for stuff? <laughs> Non-conforming material. See, I'm I'm non-conforming. Um, you know, and and I'm I'm gonna go back and say, you know, Christians are non-conforming material to the world, and that's why the world hates Christians so much because we don't do the same things. We shouldn't do the same things that the world does. Right. If we acted like the world, if we talked like the world, it, it's all her fault. See, Biker even knows it. What did he say? He said it's all your fault. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> um, that's why, you know, the world hates Christians so much. The world lives and fights for the agenda, the purpose of the enemy, of Satan. And Christians live for and fight for the kingdom agenda. You know, that's the, that goes back to the saying that light and dark can't be in the same room room at the same time if i was to shut all the lights off in here it would be dark but let me turn one on and that even that small little bit of light can overcome quite a bit of darkness you know we're here as sons and daughters of the king to bring light into this dark world to to drown out the darkness by being the light, by showing people the love of the Father and talking to people and, and just reaching out to them. You know, even a little bit of light can overcome darkness, no matter how insignificant you think you are, as long as you're spreading the love of the Father, you will always, always overcome darkness. The light inside you will always overcome the darkness around you, no matter how big or little that light is. You know, the darkness of evil will never overcome or turn off the light that, of the Father that lives inside of you. Julie's over here doing something. I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared. Okay. 
I am going to go into the Bible. Give me just a second. And I'm going to look. Hold on. So how's everybody been doing? Hope everybody's doing well. Oops, sorry. Um... John chapter 1 verse 5 says, actually I'm going to start at chapter 4. A fountain of life was in him, for his life is the light for all humanity, and his light never fails to shine through the darkness. Light that darkness could not overcome. That is the love of the Father that's inside of you. That, that's the, the Holy Spirit. That's God that lives inside of you. And that light that lives inside of you when it comes out of your mouth when it comes out of you that's like the darkness cannot penetrate you know it's the darkness and evil that hates the light and good darkness hates the light for fear of being exposed i'm gonna say that one again i'm gonna say it again light Darkness hates light from fear because of fear of being exposed. Exposed for what it truly, truly is. People shy away from followers and believers of Christ because they fear that the darkness within them will be exposed. You know, that's one of the problems that DJ had. He had this friend. And, and I'm not going to say the name. It's not important. Um, but he had this friend that questioned him on a few things. And DJ took her to the word and showed her exactly the truth and what the Bible said about it. And she didn't like it. The light in DJ overcame the darkness that was in her. She actually walked away from DJ and said, I don't think we can be friends anymore. No, she said, I don't want to be your friend anymore. I want nothing else to do with you until about three weeks ago. So it's just, again, like I said, it's the darkness. The darkness hates the light because the light's going to expose what's inside, what's in the darkness. You know, and they say what's in the dark will always come to light. Hey, Serge's son's watching. Hey, Adam. How you doing, buddy? Oh, what's up, Adam? Um, you know, people that are followers of the enemy, they they believe or they fear. They're afraid of what's going to be exposed. If she would have kept hanging around DJ, DJ would have brought forth a whole lot more to the surface because, like I said, the light always overcomes the darkness. You know, it's it's crazy to think that to to be to think of yourself as non conforming material. It's it's crazy to think because
I was the guy that tried to fit in with everybody. I was the guy that tried to be everybody's friend. I was the guy that tried to stick up and stand up and, and do everything that everybody else did because I tried to fit in. And once I got tired of trying to fit in, I lost a lot of friends. I lost a lot of people. Nobody had much at all to do with me. And I'm fine with that. You know, I've got my wife. I've got my family. Got a few select people that, that we're genuinely really close to. But for the most part, there's times that I go to work and I get laughed at. I get talked about. I, I hear people talking smack because of who I am and how I believe. And they just, they don't understand it. They don't get it. And I go in there and I try to show the light and I try to show Jesus through every one of my actions. Am I perfect? Absolutely not. Am I going to make mistakes? I absolutely am. But Julie and I were talking about this earlier. I'm doing things every day to make a change. I'm doing things every day to be a different person. You know, I've, I've gotten up and I've, I've started reading my Bible every morning. And, and it may just be with a cup of coffee and that's about it. But there are days where I need two cups of coffee because God's really doing some stuff and he's really working with me. You know, I've, I've lived my life the constant definition of insanity for many, many years. You know, doing the same things over and over and over and over and over. And expecting different results. And about a month ago, two months ago, something like that, I, I said no more. I wasn't going to do it anymore. About a month and a half. Something like that. A month yeah. and a half, two months, somewhere around. Somewhere around the And I said to myself, I wasn't going to do it anymore. It's time. It was time for me to grow up. It was time for me to mature. It was time for me to do and and to fulfill what God has called me to do, not only by stepping out into, into ministry, but doing what I'm supposed to do as a father, as a dad, doing what I'm supposed to do as a husband. I've got a race that I have to run. And I'm doing it. And and I'm I'm trucking along hard on it. Do I do I struggle every day? Yeah. Do I get persecuted? Yeah. DJ is doing the same thing. DJ is trucking along every day the best way he knows how. 
he's trying. He's allowing God to lead him and to guide him. I mean, DJ, oh my gosh, if, if y'all knew DJ, he's got a relationship with the Father that will just blow your mind. Is he perfect? No. Does he make mistakes? Oh, yeah. But it's okay. Because he's allowing the Father to move and work in his life. And because of that young man, I believe that wherever he is, wherever he goes to school, wherever he treads, I know that whenever he walks around, people see the Father through him. I know I do. I know my family does. People dislike him, and, and it's okay. I told him, I said, son, it's okay. People aren't going to always like you because you stand for something that they're against. Jesus tells the disciples, if they hate you, guess what? They hated me first. I mean, they, they hated him, Jesus probably more. I mean, he, Jesus went through a whole lot of persecutions, trials. I mean, he was flogged, beaten, battered, bruised, left for dead, and then put on a tree and, you know, so. Like I said, I, I really just wanted to come on here and talk to you about that and, and just kind of share my heart a little bit. And do you have anything that you want to add? I know. I, I don't get that one. Um, you can't really say that Christians aren't are non-conforming, but you can say that they are supposed to be non-conforming. Um, the Bible says that you'll know them by the fruit that they bear. Well, if I claim to be a Christian and I meet up with someone who doesn't believe the same as me, they're being a decent human, they're being a decent person, and I'm just treating them like garbage, well, you don't believe the same as me, so dude, you're trash then I'm being just like the rest of the world or the rest of society is because that's not showing love to someone who sees things different, who believes things differently than I am. And if the world is ever going to, if people in the world are ever going to come to a place where they tr do believe in Christ and they do believe in God and they do accept him as being their savior and do believe he is who he says he is then Christians have got to stop walking around with the this I'm higher than you attitude of 
you know, you look down your nose at people. Like, there are some rich people. We don't, I mean, our youngest does cheer. And so sometimes you run into people who are, you know, you don't have this amount of money or that amount of money or whatever, and you get, like, their nose snarled at you or whatever, and they look down their nose at you because you're not at the same, um, I guess, tax bracket as they are. And the fact of the matter is, is that, okay, I'm not, but my daughter's not in this first status quo thing. She's in this because she has leadership capabilities and she genuinely loves the sport. Well, just as those people look down on us because our financial status is different than theirs, there are a lot of Christians who look down on people who, because those people are different than they are. There's a lot of stuff I don't agree with, but... Let me rephrase that. There's a lot of things that I don't agree with. However, I'm not going to tell somebody, okay, well, you're just going to die and go to hell, and I I guess I'll smell the singe when you get there. I mean, that's disrespectful, and that's wrong. And how is that showing them love? Because at our worst times, um, God showed us love, you know. I gotta run and grab these okay. for Gabby. All right. You're here, so I don't Yeah. You're fine. Sorry, guys. I'll be back. Yeah, Julie's just running downstairs to grab Gabby's cheer shoes. Um, I'm just gonna talk to you for just a couple more minutes, um, and then we'll head off. And um, it's been a long day, so head off and drive. Sorry, I didn't mean to have my hands in your face. Um, I'm going to go to Matthew. Matthew chapter 10. And Jesus sent out the 12 disciples with 12 with these instructions. Don't go into any Gentile or Samaritan territory. Go instead and find the lost sheep among the people of Israel. And as you go, preach this message. Heaven's kingdom realm is accessible close enough to touch. You must continually bring healing to lepers and to those who are sick. You must and make it, it, make it your habit to break off the demonic presence of people and raise the dead back to life. Freely you have received the power of the kingdom so freely release it to others. You don't need a lot of money, travel light, and don't even pack extra change of clothes in your backpack. Trust God for everything because the one who works for him deserves to be provided for. There's a whole lot in, in this right here. And I'm going to say this. As you go into the world to follow the calling of the Father, you're going to find, you're going to find that you'll be persecuted for following Christ because you are non-conforming material to this world. And the light within you will overcome the darkness around you. And the light within you will bear fruit and it will expose the darkness. So guys, I'm going to end it with that. Have a wonderful evening. I'm going to pray real quick. 
and then we are going to head off here. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you. I thank you for this day. I thank you for the blessings you've given us. Father, thank you for the opportunity to come on here and to go and to do the work that you would have us to go and to do. So, Father, I just thank you for it right now. Father, we praise you. We honor you. We glorify you, Father God, for you are good and your mercy endures forever. So, Father, just be with us as we finish this weekend, Father, as we go into this competition tomorrow. Father, I just thank you that Gabby, that you give Gabby the eyes to see what you would have her to see. You would give all of us those eyes. You would be with us. You would be with us. You would watch over us. You would guide us, Father. You would protect us. Father, you are so good and your mercy endures forever. Father, we love you. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. So, guys, have a wonderful evening. God bless you. And we will see you next week on episode three of Inside the Studio. Hey, I'm going to be posting these. I'm going to take the audio from a postal onto a podcast. So I've got those links. I will in I will put them in. Um, have a wonderful evening. God bless you. Bye-bye.